Welcome to Copy That Radio. I'm Seth Horst, retired law enforcement. And I am Jared Milkey, a retired firefighter. We started this podcast to tell the real stories of first responders to the general public. We believe there is a disconnect between what actually happens in the world of first responders and what the public perceives happens in the world of first responders. Jared and I are both full-time realtors here in the inland northwest. And if you want to partner with us at eXp Realty, please shoot us a message. We currently serve the inland northwest, but we can help you get started in real estate wherever you live. Now, here's a word from our sponsors. Welcome to Copy That Radio. This show is sponsored by Patriot and Company. Patriot and Company is a veteran-owned, veteran and first responder-owned company that provides all-natural soaps and beard care products. They have a men's line and a women's line. Seth, what's your favorite flavor? Hipster repellent. Hipster repellent is the anti-skinny jeans scent. There's plenty of other scents. Go get yourself some. Use the code copy that all caps, for 10% off anything on patriotandcompany.com. This show is also sponsored by ninjarub.com, which will take you to sierrawana.com, the parent company. Sierra Wana specializes in natural body care products using traditional methods of infusion, capitalizing on herb synergy. Uh, our personal favorite is Ninja Rub. One of Ninja Rub is the jam. It's the jam. Uh, we use it for all of our sports and jiu-jitsu related injuries. And for 15% off, use the code copy that all caps. All caps. Copy that at ninjarub.com. I do believe we're live, good sir. Oh, hi. Hi, everyone. Hey, we're back on Vidya. Actually, can't I can't see the computer screen. Oh, we're good. Yeah, we're, yeah okay. it's, it's pretty much centered. Pretty centered. Yeah. We're, you know, we're Both working. of us are well within the frame. We're working on it. It's interesting being on video. It is. And audio. Yeah. Uh, are we recording on the... Yeah, on I record too? on this, honestly, just for the time, because everything goes into the computer, so... That's good. Uh, that allows me to keep track of time. Hi, everyone. When we're rambling. What's up, y'all? Hi, Seth. Um, dude. What's dude, up? Dude. Have you been to... <laughs> No. Have you been to Gentleman's Sausages down on 4th Street? No. Bro. Oh, I've had... You've had a Gentleman's Sausage a time or two? Is that what you're going to say? I've been to <laughs> the restaurant. I haven't been uh, since they opened the sausage place. Yeah, so it's owned by the um, the pub. Yeah, yep. You know, he looks kind of like you and me combined. If you and I had a baby... <laughs> I don't think that, it but okay. that, it would be that guy. He's bald and has a beard. Yeah, and he's got the flat face like me. See if you look the side profile. It's like I got hit in the face with a board. Um, Why do you, do you like gentleman sausage? <laughs> I love gentleman sausages. Is that really the name of the business? That's the name of the business, wow. dude. Yeah. Anyway, I'm friends with them on Facebook, and they got me today because I noticed they had a uh, chicken cordon bleu sausage, sausage, bro. And I was like, I gotta get me some of that. So. I, wa- I walked my happy ass down there. Wow. And, uh, yep, I picked up a four-pack. They got some girth to them, too. Yep. And uh, some length. And I picked up a four-pack of those and a four-pack of their Italian sausage. <laughs> you know, I like the Italian ones, too. Um, I don't like Italian sausage <laughs> at all. <laughs> so it, there it, I was. It's not funny like that, bro. You don't have to. It's <laughs> I can't, it's, I'm so it's immature. Food. I can't. So there I was with my satchel full of of meat tubes and uh it's just food bro they were a big hit they're delicious yeah um anyway 
good thing to start with there. Yeah, it's real good. So Jared uh, hit me up the other day, and he was like, "Hey, we should uh, we should do a whole episode on poetry." And I was like, "Well, sign me up." I've been writing poetry for twenty years, and Seth was an English major. I was. I forgot everything I ever learned while I was a cop because mm, mm. report writing will ruin any good writer, in my opinion. Yeah, no, no doubt. We talked about that with uh, Mark Cameron a little bit. We did, yeah. yeah the author of. Yeah, right. He's like legit. Yeah. Um, Mark has his own series, two of his own series, and he's been writing for the Tom Clancy estate. I got uh, Hudson hooked on some of his, uh, the Arliss Cutter series. Those are pretty good. He just did the last one for Clancy, right? Uh, Yeah, that one's done. Yep. Um, So anyway, yeah, I uh, actually started writing poetry in college because I got into some poetry and creative writing classes and I wrote a lot. And I had endless books and books of rhymes and raps and poetry and all of it in poetic fashion burned up in the campfire in 2018. So with your house and all the rest of your with my house and everything else. That's great. Good so times. back to ground zero. Yeah. Apparently I should have had things on a hard drive, but they were all paper. Man. What you going to do? Who knows? You know what? Honestly, you can't take it with you in the end anyway, right, Jared? I don't buy into that, dude. It, it's good to have things to pass down, like yeah, yeah. Good point. Yes, you can't take it with you, but it all, that it doesn't, all, doesn't mean it has it no all, value, and you shouldn't try to preserve it. I, 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 I that, that one challenges me, right? Because honestly, in my in my belief, it all just becomes stardust sometime in the long, far away future. Anyway, well, even, even with that, uh, what you would say is your belief system. Um, it has nothing to do with leaving that stuff for your kids to read. Like, hey. Grandpa yeah. wrote this. Yeah, my dirty raps talking about, I don't know what. Dirty raps. Yeah. I thought it was more uh, actual poetry. Uh, it, you know what? It it So when I was in high school, I started writing some rap lyrics. Oh, yeah, that's probably. Who's it was really more like verbal wordplay. Um, and uh, yeah, that's the stuff. They'd be like, what is this crap? Correct. What is this garbage? Hmm. I wrote a new one that you haven't seen yet. I'm excited to hear it's it. Gonna, it's, it's good. Have you read it out loud yet? That's the real. I read it to myself. Okay. Yeah, I haven't. Nobody actually hasn't heard it. Nobody's heard it. Be live, first time live, live dude. Here on the show, deal. Jared's been like busting them out lately, dude. You got me motivated a little bit. I started. Mm. I started getting the old notebook out. Good. How, okay, here's a question for you. Yep. Do you write on a computer or do you write on paper? Both. I've been doing a computer lately. I used to write yeah. on paper. Yeah. Um, I didn't always write poems either. I, I just like writing stories, but poems have been kind of fun lately. Yeah. I like poems because and they're like boiled down. They're good for my the way my brain works. Poems are like memes. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Short to the the point. Memes of the the writing world, literary world. Poems are these are long memes. Yeah, that's all right. I um, have written. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five this week. And let's say the way we can tie this into something based in reality is that. Honestly, for me, writing things down was a very therapeutic thing that I did over the years. It's probably a lot healthier than having a drinking problem. Yeah. Um, this, is, this is not a full glass of vodka. It's just <clears throat> water. No. And I'm drinking tea because I'm, I'm my, there's a sickness trying to overtake my body and I'm being extremely stubborn about it. So I'm fighting it. <laughs> I could say so many things <laughs> about we don't know what YouTube gentlemen sausages no about oh, uh, the viruses viruses yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they get you cut from YouTube I don't know it might 
Well, we'll get fact-checked. Yeah, check. Fact-checked. Maybe demonetized. Um, if I were a betting man, I'd say it were that. It's been flying around the, the town here. This is going to be, so this is going to be our second or third video episode. Uh, if it looks like we're sitting weird, that's because we are. Yes. This is very, these stupid stools and the way this is set up, it's yes. not that great. No. It's, it's intentionally designed that way. So if we're fidgeting or doing something weird or we look odd, that's why. Um, we always look at Oh, also, everybody, can you see my computer? I only have one sticker on there. It's from uh, New South Wales Fire and Rescue in Australia. Oh. From our guy, Darren. I need some more stickers, Darren, so send us stickers. Dude, I finally got an ISP patch, by the way. Oh, yeah? Let's see yeah. it. Check that baby out right there. Oh, cool. I've yeah. seen those plenty. From didn't a, know, we, we live in uh, North Idaho now. Both got that from a motor named Sam. Nice guy. Not Sam, our not our Sam, our argumentative no. friend. No. <laughs> uh, oh, so anyway, back on track. Um, the yeah, so poetry for me was a good way to like cope with horrible things that I saw on the job. Mm. Um, uh, like that's just what worked for me, and maybe you know, I think that's like you've been dabbling in that lately with some of the world events that are going on out there. Yeah, we had a good conversation actually last week. Yep. Where were, no, we had coffee last week. We had coffee, wasn't and, here coffee and a conversation. Ooh. Yeah. Um, that's, I went home and wrote a... sparked it, huh? No, I was writing before that, actually. Okay. That's the first one I saw, though, I think, is um, after that conversation. Yeah. How's this going to work? We're just going to read read stuff? Doesn't matter to me, bro. You know what? This is what I like about this, because honestly, I don't care. Like, you might not be into this episode, and then you just... Go listen to something yeah. else. What or we're telling you is if you're a first responder <coughs> or veteran or some, anybody that's dealt with some kind of trauma, oftentimes writing it, writing a story about it, writing a poem can help you uh, kind of process some things and remove them, uh, I don't know, I guess from your mental block or whatever's in your way. Yep. That coupled with some uh, solid coaching or some therapy, it's pretty good. Uh, what would you say? It's a good method? Yeah, it's a lot. Like I said earlier, it's a lot healthier than having a drinking problem. That doesn't fix you. That just masks the problem. And so, are all of yours? Oh, you got a stack there. I got a stack, bro. But I don't have to go through them all. I, I'm, I was only going to do like two. I'm going to do three, two, two yeah. or three hundred. Okay. Um, are, are, are all of yours work related, first responder things? I'm or not? probably going to keep it to that realm. I have maybe a couple more that are short that are not. Mm. Just for okay. fun. Let's see here. That one's a good one. Yeah, I've got like three. Let's do three here. I've got three that are all work-related. I won't read you my Christmas morning poem because okay. you guys can't what? handle that. It's, too, it's, it's, it's a tearjerker, Jared. A tearjerker. Mm. Maybe that one. That one's kind of funny, the new one that you haven't heard yet. Oh, you, you want to start? No. Do you want me to start? Oh, I don't wanna, no, I'll start. I don't want to do that one first. Oh, okay. I got you. Oh, I'm going to start with a more serious, somber note. Or? I've, got, I've got a more serious one, too. So let's go there, and then and then we'll oh, end it more on a happy note. How about that? We can do that. We'll we'll take them on a roller coaster. I was thinking about saving my really serious coaster. one from the other day for later so we don't depress everyone. No, I think we should I think we should just dive them into a deep depression, and then we'll lift them back out. Okay, let's go. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> are you nervous? This is funny. Uh, this is like, um, what's that thing called? You, are like you ready open to, mic at a coffee shop? Yeah. Where people just go but there's ramble. Mi- but there's millions of listeners, right? All. The, thank you to all six of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Darren's driving a truck somewhere in the he's laughing back right la- badlands of Australia, and he's going to have a good time listening. Well, let me make this full screen so I can read it. My eyes are getting old. I should do a poem about mullets for our boy Darren. <laughs> Does he? I thought he cut it off. I don't still know. have it? I don't know. I don't know. Let us know, dude. 
All right, this one's called Boots. Um, you'll some of people listening or watching might not get this. Um, a lot of you will. Boots. We are the last of a type, wild boys raised with some fight, a small group that had no measure of unlimited access to the world's excesses and pleasures. Boys who were placed in a time between the flower children of old and today's screen-addicted teens. We spent countless of our younger days searching for make-believe bad guys and treasures that be lurking. That wild life we had was never too bad. Most of the time, in fact, it was quite rad. And no matter our color, how rich or how poor, we never said die and always came back for more. The mountains of the east, swampy bottoms of the south, and open ranges of the west are the places we cut our teeth. Always pursuing those wild beasts with our best. As boys, we cooked fish on top of hot metal slides and tan hides next to fires, and whatever wood for that day our wild hearts desired. Each night we'd come home a little after dark, about the same time the news asked, do you know where your children are? We were raised with images of Iwo Jima and Nam, but our people sent some of us over to the stands. Others served in our very own streets, where they were punched, kicked, and spit on by the same people who begged us to serve their emergency needs. And others yet were called to work and to build this very society that may likely get us killed. We've carried our load through every terror, virus, and disaster. We gladly accepted our roles and made no mention of the toll to our masters. Then one day we started to see through the lies. As we aged, we watched our culture start to crumble while our leaders continued to stammer and fumble. Taught to always get up and dust off our shoes, it's hard for us to think that even we may lose. The ones before us will die surrounded by all of their luxuries over a lifetime compounded. And for the ones after, it looks like slow death by a screen. But for us, it's in our boots, if you know what I mean. We could be wearing them to rebuild and to toil, or maybe fighting an evil plot that we intend to foil. Most of, most of us have aged and already retired from those servanthood roles we so strongly desired. But it's looking again like we may have to stand in those holes. The latter part of life we once thought we would have is being siphoned away by those who wish us bad. It's out in the open and they make no qualms. But this is our calling and we'll gladly accept what comes. We've always had that steady beat playing for our very own drum. We are the last wild boys of a civilization, the ever-willing sons of a once great nation. This is no warning or fearful, fearful rendition, just the story of boys who were built for a mission, one we gladly accept and will take to heart, because we've never been afraid to stand up and do our part. If you're not one of us, you may not understand, but we will always fiercely love our people, even if it means wearing our boots to the end. That's good, dude. That came out of that conversation we had, huh? Yeah. I got the Goonies reference in the middle, too, by the way. I hope so. Yeah, that's legit. <laughs> that kind of sums up our era. Uh, there's a group of us. Yeah. Like, it's like the, well, the stupid, whoever makes generations made it stupid now. Yeah. 
we were, we're split. Like there's a big part of Gen X and the elder millennials that would be the same generation, like by yeah. how we were raised and where, like where and how we grew up. But now we're different. Yeah. Like we're millennials, you and I, by the new standard. Which is crazy. We didn't grow up that way. Have no concept of internet as children, like none of that stuff. Right. Um, Even technology, wasn't it? Like when we were leaving high school, people were were starting to carry phones regularly, like getting phones. Kids, some kids had phones. Yeah. That was it. Very few, but yeah. Like just dial phones, not smartphones. Yeah. I'm trying to think my first year of college. I don't, I did not have a cell phone. Pretty sure. When we graduated our town, like there were still people. Like dial up internet was a was yeah the new thing. It took when I graduated. so long to download a picture of Pamela Anderson with dial up internet. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, but it like was like AOL Instant Messenger crippling. was not ever not even everybody had that. Yeah, like when when we were finishing high school, so strange times, man. Yeah. Anyways, and us and our uh, elder Gen X brethren, <coughs> the younger half of Gen X, I think we'd be better served if or better fit if we were all in the same group, but. Yeah, but that's who this is about. I like that one, dude. Most probably by age now. If you're like thirty-five to fifty-five, maybe late fifties, sixty, maybe you'd be part of this group. Not a boomer, not a younger millennial. Nope, they came up the same way. It's good life back then. It was. Jared and I were talking about this recently. How like I'm slightly jealous of the guys that were a little bit older than us that have like lived at their retirement you oh, know you mean the, that thing we won't get to see yeah they got the shop they got the tractor <laughs> they're like living the good life living the dream. and they're probably gonna ride it out before shit gets real bad maybe um and then we're over here like man i don't think we're gonna get to do that i think that we'll get to do some version of that maybe just, it, not, maybe, just maybe, not like what we envisioned maybe a taste of it and then it's gonna maybe be like, t- right, that'll just be normal life when we're put, put the boots back on you're going to work going to work 67 years old <laughs> grab a rifle let's go yeah you know what i i would gladly do that rather than put my kids through that so if i you know if i could then well just a couple of years our kids will be into it whether we want them to or I not know, and i don't want them to um not fighting for the mm. rich men north of richmond uh, what how do you feel about that now <laughs> the song or what no that like how this po- this poem is about how we were raised. Yeah. Like we were raised to be the protectors and defenders and all like that was our, we knew that was our job. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, would you want your kid to accept that role now? No. And, and part of me is like, man, did we get fooled a little bit? Did we get brainwashed into thinking like, somewhat like, like the action heroes of our time brainwashed a fucking Rambo. That's definitely a thing. A hero complex is, is a real generational thing i have a big problem with that like i mean i've spent a lot of my life thinking about how how can i do that how can i be a fucking hero still i'll see things and i'm like oh you know i could yeah. it's and i'm like damn i think i was brainwashed a little bit into that i know there's a ge- probably a genetic role there and you're you're predisposed to I think it. a lot of us are wired that way yeah but our culture definitely accelerated that. <laughs> that's why nobody asked questions for the last 22 years of war right because we were all yep. built that way we'll go let's do it yeah, so I, I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about that. It's sad. It is. Because what, what, what they would be signing up for is not to protect or defend our people. Right. It's not a righteous war. It's, it's absolutely it about an agenda. Uh-huh. One that we're, we don't even know who's actually 
leading it or in charge of it. It's not like, you know, you're fighting some super evil, you're not fighting Hitler and, and that, <laughs> right? You're defending oil. What, what is it? Next, I don't know. Whatever's next. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Freaking pisses me off. And to, to, you know, lose one of my children over that. Be horrible. It'd be horrible. Mm. I agree. Well, that's pretty somber. There we go. Got a lot of good feedback on that one on social media. So. Yeah, I like that one. What's next? Uh, I've got one. I've called it eyes. This is something I've thought about, and this will resonate with anyone that's been in our line of work before. Um, <clears throat> it's a compilation of a lot of things I've seen. Mm. Eyes. I've seen that look before from the young girl who died in my trembling arms in Concow and the kid who got his neck broke by his own truck roof when he rolled it off the highway. It's a droopy-eyes stare into another world that I can't see yet. I watched the life leave their eyes without much fanfare. It's not quite like you'd imagine, rather ordinary, unless you stop and think about it. Sometimes there were more than one set of eyes, like the three Mexican workers out trying to make a few bucks. I came across them by accident. The two in the front seats looked untouched, like maybe they'd been scared to death by the lifted truck that swallowed the front end of their toy car. The poor fellow in the back was impossibly stuffed in there, like a contortionist with just a sliver of an eye peeking up at me. Don't worry, I see you down there, bud. Then there was the biker who spun his truck sideways into the business end of a big rig. His girlfriend hit first probably cursing his name as the air was forced from her lungs by 80,000 pounds of angry steel. He died with one eye closed in an eternal wink, as if trying to tell me something. I was an asshole. Don't feel bad for me. Okay, thanks. The burn ones really stick with you, as though they're aching to tell you something gravely important. Like the guy who launched his car into a tree and caught fire, his eyelids could never close again. They were burnt and shriveled just like his pecker. Or the poor soul who got his foot pinned under the dash and slowly cooked fat and red like a roast pig alongside his smoldering bronco. His eyes screamed at me, begged me to end it, though his heart had ceased hammering long before I arrived. When the scene quieted down, as they always did, right before the bodies were unceremoniously zipped into thick black bags, I'd sneak a quick pat on the shoulder or a squeeze of the hand. Sorry for your luck. There it is. That was dark, bro. It's dark. <laughs> sorry. I didn't expect all that. I'm sorry for what I did to you all. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Feel better now? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I've better read, writing I've read it. That, I've been read reading that. it, right? Yeah. I've, I've read that one quite a few times in my own mind. I spent a lot, a lot of time going over it because it's like, uh, you know, you know, like, you, you have these little, and maybe I'm crazy here, but you have these little things that you might do that kind of make you feel better, like, to justify. Mm. And, that, and you know, like, with the biker dude that crashed, I'm, you know, I'm looking at him, I'm like, eh, he's probably a shit. Right in your head, like, I don't know oh, yeah. anything about this guy. Sure. You're like, eh, he's probably a shit bag. It makes you feel a little bit better, even though it's a made-up story in your mind. I get that. And yeah, then... Well, I mean... you. That's viewing, like, there's a lot of people that are perps, like, they're... Yeah, for sure, like, perps, there's probably Perpetrators, higher, that's what that means. A higher number of them, I would say, in crashes because they're doing stupid things, yeah. DUI or something. Or running. 
or running. Um, and then like the ending, man, I'd find like, and it was slightly therapeutic to me. You got like a dead body that's, you know, you're, and you're about to leave the scene or they're getting packaged up. You're like, I'd li- like literally give them a little pat on the shoulder and just in your mind, you know, sorry, dude, like sucks, you know, say a prayer for him, whatever, whatever your, your thing is. But like, that's very real. And I did that every damn time. I think where I could kind of weird. Never did that. Yeah. Kind of weird. And there you go. Now they got a poem about them. Some of them. <laughs> There's, I'll have to do a part two. A couple of those actually reminded me of calls I was on. I imagine. Yeah. Oh, similar. Oh, that's this one. That's that one. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff you see. Yeah. Like the motorcycle and the semi one. Yeah. Good times. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that. (laughs) It was, it was exciting at the time. Now it's like, man, I don't want to think about that or smell that. Nope. I'm good. Sorry for those out there that are still doing it. This one uh, is more cultural. It's not really about first responders, but it's, uh, it has a lot to do with our culture and maybe why people hate first responders now. <laughs> Specifically Seth's type of first responders. Oh, yeah. Send it. They hate firemen less than they hate cops mostly. Mostly. But a lot of people hate firemen. But not everybody, right? That, yeah. I've had a lot of people fight us, man. Like, yeah, They, they don't get, like you. They get mad. <clears throat> See you at the grocery store, they get mad. It's like, come on. What are you going <laughs> to do? Now you're going to not eat? <laughs> Give them a break. All right. Let me clear my throat. Get some water. This is titled, We Argued. Mm. Did you read this one? It sounds familiar. I'm Mm. not sure. I might have. We argued about the earth and about the sky. We argued about whose rights are greater and why. In reality, we didn't even try. We argued about definitions. We argued about politicians. In reality, we were all just being led to this place no one wanted to go. We liked the idea of things, and we liked to feel good about them but not the realities of the way they made us spin. If only someone would have told us, told us when. When the tensions would boil over and when these realities would set in. If only the man had been strong, if only the men had been strong enough to say no, no to the fools and no to the made up rules. No to those who led us astray and no to the weaknesses for which we will pay. But there were no men to stand in this place because they all had egg on their face. They argued about trends. They argued about sins. They argued about arguing all while this was brewing. Now we cry. Where are the strong men? Yeah. That was motivating. Well, I have another one about mankind here. I don't have a title on it for some reason. People, we're going right. to get some hate for this one. I don't, I don't give a shit. Honestly, like... like all you first responder bros and vet bros are going to call us babies, yeah. but we don't care. Well, on it, legit, we will fight you, so <laughs> come on. I don't care. Come on up here. Yeah. Sure. Um, <laughs> I don't have a name for this one, but it's about mankind. I don't know why I don't have a name for it. Let it rip. Short. Kind of plays that. off yours. To stand on the blade's edge of order and stare curiously into the inky, shadowed crevices of chaos has been the recurring dream and nightmare of the masculine since those brave few left the etched walls of their caves and purposely shouldered the dangerous burden of the unknown. What courage it must have taken that with the iron taste of death forming on their tongues, they loosed a primal yell and bullishly strode through the stale mold of the ordinary into a violent new world where ruination patiently 
Wordplay. Wow. Yeah. Wordplay. I just like doing shit with words. I can see that. Got some more for us? Oh, yeah. I got a few more. Oh, baby. Just trying to get out of the, close this one and get the new one. How long are we going to do this? I can do it the whole time. I got three more I can read. I got a few more. And two more that I probably won't read because they're not... This one's not open. Not jiving. Not jiving? You're not there yet? You want me to go while you're looking? Uh, I got this one now. You got it? Let me make it big. Make it big so your old oh, eyes you know can what? read it. Yeah, just zoom in. How about that? Get your two hundred percent. Get your there reading, we go. reading glasses on. <clears throat> Forgiveness. <laughs> Forgiveness is free, but we don't freely give it. We demand it from others while refusing to live it. It's such a beautiful thing for others to receive, but for some reason we don't always believe. Believe that it will, in fact, help both sides of a conflict that's great or a division that's wide. For reasons I don't know. We seem to like not letting go. And for those who you harbor any hate or anger, it's better to discourage any such behavior. Forgiveness is a key that we often can't find. But when you unlock it, it'll transform your mind. While your body and heart may in fact be tired, forgiveness can bring that rest so desired. And also so often it brings peace for those who hurt you and caused your relationship woes. This is a free gift our great our great creator has given, but it still requires that you actually live it. I am really good at forgiving other people, but I'm terrible at forgiving myself. Mm. I'll beat the shit out of myself all day long, dude, but I'll forgive anybody for damn near anything. I think that's really common. Yeah. Um, some people are bad at forgiving others, too. Sam actually holds a grudge against a guy that lied to me like 10 years ago. I, I absolutely believe yeah, that. Yeah. Um, I let that one go a long time ago. <clears throat> it's hard, man. I've had some really uh, big things happen to me in my life, like traumatic things. Yeah. And it, it's so much better when you just let it go. Like forgive the people and move on. It's not worth it. It doesn't, it doesn't mean you'll have to be like friends with that person still. You just, oh, no, I'm not right? going to hang out with them or right. do stuff with them. And, and now you know in your mind, okay, that person is a liar or whatever. And I can categorize that in my mind. Let it go. Move on. Guess how much uh, of my headspace those things occupy? Very like zero beard hairs worth. Yeah, like almost none. Yeah, I good. remember that they happened, but I don't like. It takes me time to get. Well, there. Um, yeah, it took right. time to get there. Yeah. But now that I've done the like, even in like a day to day interaction, if you're mad at your friend or some an acquaintance or coworker. Yeah. And you hold on to it. You're walking around angry the next day and the next day, like shift at the fire department, come back three or four days later and you're still pissed off. You're the only one carrying that burden, right? And nobody else remembers it. Happened. Nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody else even knows what happened. Yeah. That's stupid. Yeah. So good. Uh, look at that. We've all learned. St- we've learned stuff as we got older. Mm-hmm. It's good. Honestly, I think so. I think that the, the firehouse table, you know, you know, that story, like that's the, that's the place where you solve all the world's problems. Mm the coffee table at shift change or after shift change when people are still hanging out. I've seen guys legitimately go outside and come to blows over arguments at that table. But then the next shift, it's like it never happened. Yeah. I think, I think learning that and seeing that, um, just that side of, I guess, manliness. Yeah. 
male attitude and aggression and then learning how to just move on. Yeah. That's, I don't think you could get that a lot of other places. No cops have the briefing room. Same, same deal. Um, I mean, we don't share cots and stuff at night. So yeah, military guys, they have their same places. Yeah. The same things happen. But I like normal jobs. I don't think you have that. I don't think so. Not as much. No. You might have like the lunch room. Yeah, the HR lady is going to counsel both of you. She's going to wreck your world. Yeah. Like, (laughs) so you can't do that. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the biggest things that I miss. There's a lot of toxicity in that environment too. Oh, there can be. But if there's good leaders there, they'll, their leadership will quell that. Like it won't even matter. Yeah. Those things, it's like you're dealing with a highly motivated, aggressive, driven people, men. Yeah. That are crammed into a small space, like to live together. Stuff happens. I had on my on specialized teams I was on, like the SRT and warrant service team. I ha- I had that good leadership, so we had that was like yeah. the the shit for me. In my normal office, we had terrible leadership, so it was like mm. it was a toxic soup. It still is. Hate it. Same for me. Yeah. Some some areas had great leadership, and well, yeah. several did not. That's what. That's what it makes it. Interesting. I don't even know how you put your finger on what dynamic it is that the leadership provides in that instance. I don't know, but it makes a huge difference. Different. It's the culture, I guess. I don't want to say it's fluid. It's not like gender, gender, gender fluid. (laughs) But it like that quality is is malleable. Like it's certain. It's different traits at different times. But Mm. they they know when to apply it. Yeah, they can sense it, see it, feel it. So. This is going to be our best episode ever, by the way. We're going. To, this is going to kill. We're, we're we're reading poetry, which is awesome, and then we're talking about it. We're not even drinking, which is more awesome. I know. I'm drinking tea like a freaking get some like garbage. a Brit. Tea should be in the harbor. Spot tea. Yeah, oh, I should have worn that shirt. I have a shirt. Um, oh, I should have told for you to wear it. Darren and my uh, my great. one of my really good friends, David. He's English from outside oh, of London. On, he was on the podcast. He was on the podcast a while back. Yeah, I really need to get him on video. He inspired me because. If you're ever in England, go to Chuck and Blade Burgers. They've got six locations now. Dude. Amazing. And burgers. if you follow them on Instagram, forget about it. You'll it be hungry. You'll be hungry. Ruin your world. The, the shit they post, bro. Anyways, my shirt says, I like my coffee black and my tea in the harbor. It's great. So. It's a great shirt, by the way. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Both of those are true. Yeah. I've, I've been drinking a lot of tea lately. Um, I'm trying to cut down on my caffeine. I like tea. I'm still drinking. I don't caffeine. like black tea. Like, oh yeah, I don't like that. No, I'm. I'm. Mine's. I'm drinking some. I like stuff that's good. Like turmeric. stuff that's good for my stomach. Like ginger and turmeric and that kind of stuff. At night, I drink some chamomile tea and mm. just tuck myself into bed like a little bitch. And yeah, when I say tea, I don't mean uh, black English tea. No, we don't do that nonsense. <laughs> we drink coffee. <laughs> I I can't like I'm deeply addicted to coffee, like in my mind and physically. Yeah. But I have cut down to like, I drank first thing in the morning caffeinated and then I'll usually like once other time in the day I'll drink caffeinated. So I go through this spell every year when you come out of summer and in the fall where I just start chugging coffee because it's cold outside and it feels good. Makes you want to drink coffee and sit in front of a fireplace, right? Yep. Or just, I drive a lot in summer. So I like having the coffee while I drive. Yeah. Um, you too. You drive I've, a lot. I've been replacing that with tea, and it's yeah. like still okay. It's not bad. So and then I don't get all jacked up. I'm just in that now. It's just gotten cool and started to be fall, and I'm, I've been having way too much the last couple of weeks. He's wearing Uggs underneath the desk. That's the not true. I'm wearing shorts and 
Pumpkin spiced Uggs. Pumpkin spiced Uggs. Oh, man. <laughs> Bro, there's, there's been... Hey, the meme game for the internet has been on fire Dude. this year. <laughs> uh, what you got over there? Uh, this one is dark as the first one? No, this is a funny one about DUI. Oh, okay. yeah. oh, I know this one. I, I, think I, actually, I think I read it on the podcast a long time ago. But oh, you did, but it, nobody, nobody, nobody listened cared, to that yeah, Nobody cared, yeah. Now we're doing a specific poetry. Check, so this, my next one is funny, too. So you can do yours, okay, and then good. I'll finish with <clears throat> So this is, this is about like hooking a DUI, arresting a DUI is like a fun one. It's like the most fun thing in the world. It's like this game you play. We're all, it's like scripts. You mean because the people are fun? Yes. And like, you know, if you're not an asshole cop, then you just, you you play along, right? Like it's a game. It's a freaking game. We all have our little part in it. And it was kind of fun. So here we go. Chance encounter. Because most of them were. You're all smiles the moment I walk up to your open window. There's a genuine kindness in your eyes. We might even be friends if the circumstances were different. We do our drunken little number by the side of my car, two shadows in the headlights. I'm cracking jokes to ease the tension, and you're happily playing along. But things start to get serious when the cuffs come out. I tell you it'll be all right once we get past this bump in the road. I play the music loud on the way to the jail. You even belt a few bars. Just two buddies out for a drive. The song fades out when we reach the sally port and your eyes meet the razor-edged concrete castle where I'll leave you tonight. When it's time for me to go, you're not sure how to end it, but I'm a pro. I've done this dance a thousand times. You put on your brave face for me while I walk out the door. We're in this together, after all. That's awesome. There you go. Yeah. Good times, dude. Hey, this one's a good one. You'll, you'll like this one, I think. I think you'll like it a lot. So it's hard to, I'm trying to read this, these, and not breathe into the mic. Like, take, go. I, I almost passed out the, the first yeah, one. Yeah, right? isn't yeah. it weird? I know. It's I like, at the timing, it's. I don't want to suck air in. We just got to practice more. Because our six listeners will definitely tell us how annoying that sound is. Yeah, I can hear your insides rattling. Jared, why are you breathing into the mic, bro? <laughs> because I have to breathe. That's why. I just do it in one breath. All right, this one is called, Don't Do Drugs, Kids. Mm. <clears throat> <laughs> Good call. I know, I know. You're tripping. I get it. That stuff that you bought, it wasn't legit. But that doesn't mean we can just leave you here with it. See those broken windows and that chair over there? You threw stuff at your brother. Now there's blood in his hair. That's why we're here, just doing what we do. All that we want is to take care of you. So please stop throwing all these things at us, or we'll tap in the guys that carry handcuffs. They'll let you ride the lightning if you get too frisky. But we hope that you don't, because that's awful risky. And we know what you're thinking. There's some cool cars over there with pretty flashing lights on, and no one will care. Cop cars and a rescue? Oh, look, maybe even the engine. I bet they all still have their keys in the ignition. But if you do that, you'll just give the Jump Out Boys a brand new mission. You don't want to go there to play bumper cars with them, because in the end... We all know that they win. Those charges will be added to these things you've already done. Only we can help you right now. So please, just get on the stretcher, son. <laughs> uh, who thought? Who would have thought? First responder poetry, bro. It's awesome. It is freaking awesome. <clears throat> all right, I got another one. This one is not a first responder poem, but I think there's guns in it, so it'll it'll, oh, it'll cool. tie in. Uh, so I wrote this after New Year's Eve because I've thought about this many a time. 
Uh, what happened on New Year's Eve? Uh, people shooting guns into the air. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. And it's like nonstop downtown Coeur d'Alene even. You hear uh, gunshots? Down uh, for sure, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell. Are they, There's they a lot of fireworks too. They can't be locals, bro. I don't know. It's got to be people on vacation. But I've pondered this many a time, so I wrote it in a poem. It's called, To the Man Shooting His Gun in the Air on New Year's Eve. Wow. Long title. I appreciate your gusto for the changing of the year, a regular backyard bandolero slinging hot lead while robbing us common folk of our suburban reverie. From the relative safety of my bed, I can picture your screaming bullets furiously pushed from the crimp of their snug brass shells and thrust headlong into the glittering night in perfect little parabolas. Accounting for wind and such, and if a person were so inclined, one could very nearly predict the terminus where your determined little rocketeers will hopefully bury themselves in a barren field far from any unsuspecting rooftops or worse. Oddly, I've often wondered if a bullet so carelessly slung into the sky would possess the residual energy to punch a perfect hole straight through or just bounce off my wrinkled forehead like an errant pebble tossed at the playground. And there we go. I think that was way too deep for the topic. <laughs> That's where my mind goes. Well, I was in a, I was in a rhyming mood, so all mine are rhyming. Yeah, there, I don't different types rhyme, of poetry. I don't rhyme often. I have one rhyming poem here that is a very strict rhyming pattern. Mm. I don't know the it's about pattern. Christmas. I don't poem. remember them. Uh, it's yeah. It's I don't I don't I can just write what sounds what feels good. Yeah. This one is about Christmas morning, so it really doesn't play into this, but it is a strict rhyming poem. Is it funny? Sad? Um, it's emotional in a good way. It's a, okay. do, you like, do you feel like crying right now? No. Go for it. Okay. This is a strict rhyming poem. <clears throat> Let me get my breath, because I'm going to pass out. Hold on. Let me breathe. Sam, that was for you. <laughs> Okay, I wrote this on Christmas morning because I got up at like 5 a.m. like usual and no one else was awake. I literally wrote this in one shot right in the morning. Go for it. Sometimes the muse, have you ever read the, the War of Art? Yep. Stephen Pressfield. Sometimes the muse just comes down and like rams into my head and then just mm. stuff comes out. Let's, I imagine yours is the same. Like you just write it in one shot probably for the most oh, part. So this one, the next one I'm going to read, the Florida Man one. Did you read that? The other day. Oh, I don't know if I did. It's good. Um, I wrote that. I woke up at like two o'clock in the morning and couldn't go back to sleep and wrote that in my head while I laid in my bed. There you go. And I got up and just spewed it all into the computer. See? Mine, the, the muse was tiptoeing around your brain at night. I don't believe in that, but yeah. Well, I do. It's not little demons in your brain, Seth. It's not a demon. It's just oh. an energy. <laughs> that either. It's a thought. It could, it could Let's be, go. Okay. Anyway, we'll stop there. All right. Christmas morning. This is, no, I'm not going to say anything else. Here we go. A gentle hush drifts down across the land, a thick insulating layer of white sprinkled from God's outstretched hand during the cold and starless night. None of this was seen by me tucked warmly in my bed. I was sleeping peacefully, candied dreams swirling in my head. I can tell the fire's gone out by the chill that's left behind as I feel my way across the house, hot morning coffee on my mind. I sit and stoke the glowing embers as wisps of smoke begin to curl. The fire licks the hand-split timbers, and soon the water starts to boil. Looking out the frosted window, my hand upon a steaming cup, the sky begins its morning glow. I know my kids will soon be up. 
A delicate footfall upon the stairs makes a familiar sound. It's my daughter with her tousled hair and her blue eyes so bright and round. She sees our twinkling Christmas tree standing tall and proud and can't contain her innocent glee for the presents all stacked around. My wife and son soon rise as well and descend hand in hand. His sleepy smile begins to swell when on the stockings his eyes first land. We spend the morning with each other, grateful with love and laughter, myself, our kids, and their mother, together ever after. Good one. About to pass out. Thanks. It's hard. <clears throat> that was a long. That's a hard one to read. You really didn't hear the Florida Man one the other day. Or read I it? might have. On, really, on, I, I don't on the Facebook again. Yeah, I probably read it. <clears throat> Carefully monitor your Facebook. So well, we just interact with each other because that's what it tells us. But <laughs> <laughs> all right, ready? Yeah, I'm Let's ready. Do my yeah. last one. I we got a couple Florida. more, but I think I'll be done. Okay. I just rhymed there. I wasn't trying to. You're in the mode, dude. Mm. For those who don't know, if you three of you don't know this, um, I grew up in Florida, Central Florida to be exact. And we, when you grow up down there as a kid and you live even like remotely in the country, there's a lot of small towns where you might live in a town, but it's still a country town. Um, you, this is how you grow up, just doing things that people don't <coughs> understand at all. I did read this one, yeah. <coughs> Florida man. Look down there. He's crazy. Watch out. These are the things the other 49 shout. But the truth is this. He's just doing what he knows because the real Florida man just goes where he goes. He grew up catching mud demons and sharks, and most of this he learned on the water after dark. He may fish, surf, and dive all in the same day. When bored with those, he hunts hogs by the bay. Or maybe he'll go down to his favorite sandbar where from his john boat he'll spear a six-foot gar. There's islands down there full of monkeys and elk. You may doubt these truths, but I've seen them myself. And bubbles come up straight from the ground. There are thousands of springs coming out of cold mounds. Both fresh and salt, these bubbles I speak of. He used to bottle them to drink from a jug. Some water is black, some clear as moonshine. But when he goes out, either is fine. Most of his stories still remain untold. Those news, news clips you see are just clickbait gold. He's always ready come hurricane season, and he'll always rebuild, no matter the reason. The real Florida man, he's out in the wild. He laughs when he hears those news stories mild. Most of those people in that news cycle are from somewhere else, and to him, just a trifle. You say it's crazy to live a life down there. To tell the truth, y'all, it's fun. You just have to learn not to be scared. <laughs> That's good, dude. Ah, uh, that's good. That one made me happy. That makes me happy too. It drummed up like <laughs> thousands of childhood memories. Yeah, you grew up in a weird place too. <laughs> it's all it's such a crazy. <laughs> it's awesome. It's terrifying to most people that that's don't it. know it. I'm done reading. Are you? Yeah, I can be done, dude. I think I've gone through. We've proved our point. We've proved the point. You guys should go right. It doesn't have to be poems either. <clears throat> it doesn't. It can be complete hot garbage. But um, I have piles of notebooks of just random crap and if anyone read it they'd be like what am i reading here like this doesn't even make sense it's like a one word or one line i'll write a line that like mm -hmm. just hangs with me and i'm like you can't get it out of your head <clears throat> yeah i've got this one line in my head I, I had it in a poem but then i lost the poem in the fire and i can't remember the rest of the poem but the line like i just can't start, write it like a thousand times and see if I can't get rid of it 
It's uh, it's here. It is. Let me, let me make sure I can get it right here. Steam rising up as if from some unseen tiny engine chugging and all, chugging along just beneath the pearly surface. So I think I was talking about coffee mm. and the steam and how the steam seems to come from like a little engine underneath the way it puffs along there. Mm. That's where I was going with that. Like when they're steaming your latte or like real coffee? No, like real, like really hot coffee when it's first hot. That's good. You know, the steam coming off. Yeah. That little line has been with me for like 20 years. That's, that's enough by itself. Yeah. Just right maybe there. that should be maybe that should be it. It'll be, it'll be art in a gallery when so, next to Van Gogh. Just that one little line. Yeah. People will be like, what the fuck is he talking about? What does that mean? It's so deep. <laughs> and then one day some terrorists will try to throw some white or oh, orange paint on dude, it or something. Yeah. yeah. Or tomato sauce or throw tea on it. Because <laughs> they're probably not from here yet. Yeah. That'd be a shame. Ugh. Hey. Uh what's our plan for the show? Uh like the rest of the show? Yeah, like where are we going? Future. Where are we going? Um, oh, so I've got a few people that are ready to come on. Uh, the old, my old chief. Yep. Uh, he should be ready to go in a week or so. Sweet. Uh, he'll be fun. He's, I've got my helicopter guy. Giant though. I don't know how we're going to fit him and you and me. Is he bigger than Sam? Um, he's bigger than you. Taller and just. Just like more jacked. Yeah. I'm not very jacked at the moment. We should put him in a really uncomfortable seat because he's right here on the point. He's our chief. Yeah, we'll stick him right at the point. Put his crotch right in the point of the table. (laughs) This is I got the stupid post right here (laughs) between my feet. Uh, I feel like maybe I should switch. I should bear that burden. It's not. It's not. You got to find the right spot. It's weird because there's nowhere to put my feet. Yeah, the table wasn't designed for this. You guys can't see this up there, but thanks. We're suffering here. Just know that. Uh, So this will be our one of our first few episodes on the YouTube's. Yeah. Yeah, video, and then um, and then we're going to be doing regular videos. If, if this is up and you see this, just keep tuning in. Yeah, because that means we're actually doing it consistently. So that's the goal here: is get it going, get a few in the bank, and keep it rolling from there. And please um, <clears throat> do all of the YouTubey things. I don't know what the requirements are going to be when we start live with this, but like, like, share, subscribe. Yeah. Thumbs Subscribe. up. Tap that notification. All those things. Bell. What are they? What are all the YouTubers yeah. shout at the end yeah. of their videos? Uh, well, I have a whole script for my real estate. Put the little one. click noises in there for one. Be sure to subscribe and tap that notifications bell so you can be the first to learn. It doesn't even work, bro. Blah, blah, blah. When you do that, you don't even get the notifications. Do you know that? I don't know. Like that, on some I of the big channels, I, I don't click that. I don't either, but I've tried it. Um, There's probably a thing. Like I don't have my own channel, so I wouldn't know. But yeah, no, all the big channels, like when they start, they have these massive swings in viewership. Mm. It's, in, it's crazy and not all some of the ones i watch um it's just weird to see like we'll have a bunch of people like hundreds of their subscribers email them and tell them hey i've done all this and i still don't see your stuff oh weird they're probably like mostly people youtube doesn't want on there yeah but probably it strange well shall we call it at this point i think so we're, I think we're almost an hour other, otherwise we'll go down 49 some, we'll go down some rabbit hole that we don't need to go down right now no, this was about poems. Yeah, I liked it. Hey, if you're, if you're a first responder or a first responder <laughs> family or veteran uh, and you're struggling, go get some help. Absolutely. And find a healthy way to do it. Fitness, um, learn how to cook, write, whatever. Jiu-jitsu, Find some they're all good. Yeah. Alcohol is probably not it's, a good uh, idea. For me, it's uh, archery and woodworking. Yeah, woodworking's good too. Um, yeah, thanks for, thanks for listening to our poems. And uh, once again, if you want to call us pussies or anything remember that jared and i are both bigger than you and stronger so we are not small humans yeah no um so bring it on
But I, I don't want to fight anybody, so... No, I'll fight for that. I don't care. Seth's <laughs> uh, um, been on the tee, so he's, he's jacked up. Yeah, dude, I got just a rage inside me, so let's party. <laughs> well, I showed up tonight, and Jared's like, damn, what's up with your veins? I thought you were talking about the ones in my head that are always popping out. Oh, no. Yeah, but no, it's my arms. His arm veins are popping. It's like he just yeah. lifted. But he didn't. Very vast. But he didn't. You know what it is? It's the tea. No, it's the gentleman's meat that I was handling earlier. No. Did you like how I bring that full circle? No, I didn't. <laughs> We we left the childish uh, oh no first, first responder oh, no, we didn't break room a long time ago. Seth, <laughs> let's, let's grow up here. Uh, I'll never I'll never not professionally unprofessional, bro. Oh, can I tell you a secret real quick? Uh, so in your if that really dark poem, the first one, yeah, there was like three or four times I I was trying not to laugh. You should. Yeah, it's good. That's <laughs> funny, but. <laughs> can't laugh at that stuff you can i think you have to right we can but i don't know i didn't want to do it publicly because yeah it's fine i don't know but i was legit like biting my tongue and my cheek trying not to laugh it's like you know the visions you get from those scenes man never go away there's some laughable stuff there though too right Ooh, that smell leonard skinner knew it watching sam eating a ham sandwich while he's standing over a dead body or whatever dude that stuff never leaves your mind there was this trooper. He was crazy, like absolutely crazy. He was probably well. He's a Florida trooper, of course. He close was. to thirty years on because he retired. I don't know, maybe five years after this, mm. maybe a little longer. Um, he's just ab. He would say absolutely anything, all like absolutely nuts. He pulled up to this vehicle versus tree one day. This dude burned up and died. Mm. And he pulled up with his cameras on and everybody's standing around and um, Kara was there. She had a helmet camera on at the time. And he's going, he's hanging out the window going, who fired up the barbecue? Oh, damn. We're, everybody's like, what? Really, no, guy? man, don't do that. Really? Don't do that. Not today. Thanks. And now it's in my head. Yeah. Yeah. I had a hard time with barbecue for a while for after a few things, but I've forgotten yeah. about it all. You know, but how? Some, some people have to cope like that. Right. Yeah. And in the moment, a lot, I mean, most of us have to cope like that. I think we've all said things like that. Yeah, maybe, most definitely. Maybe not that loud, but. Yeah, you don't like announce it as you pull up onto the scene. No, that's a risky move, <laughs> dude. Is. This is before cell phone cameras, so it, was like, it wasn't yeah, like that man. risky. Helmet cameras were new. Yeah. I'm sure his dash cam was rolling. God, what if there was like a family member standing there or something? Yeah, open wide. That would have been bad. Yeah. Well. Anyways. Anywho. If you, if you can't stop yourself from making jokes like that, you should probably get some help. Yeah, good call. All right, you ready? Yeah, let's call it. Bye. See ya. Oh, thank you.